Yeah. Hello, good people. <clears throat> Pardon me. My name is 4KJ. It is. This is the Footage Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, a.k.a. L. Capitan, a.k.a. L. Cap, a.k.a. Caps Lock, a.k.a. The Backwood Ninja, a.k.a. The Left, a.k.a. The Savior, a.k.a. Texas Frankie, a.k.a. I forgot the rest of them. How are you, beloved? It's all right. Excelente. Excelente. Oh, man. We having a lot. I'll be I'll be saying I'm gonna write them down. I forget every time I write them down. That's all right. time I say it. But uh, we here, we here, we back. Uh, church announcements. Follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com/4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the Dojo on IG at the Dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a motherfucking friend, and all that good shit like that. There now. First and foremost, before we get into things, I just want to give a quick shout out to DBiosity for last week's episode. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to the entire Mean Boys. Shout out to um, Stegman. Shout out to Jersey City. That was a fantastic interview. So if you haven't heard it yet, I suggest you go back and check that out because that was dope. It was dope as fuck. Yeah. It was dope as fuck. Yeah, I got a lot you're of listen out. Go watch, go listen. Yeah, yeah. I got a shout out to everybody who reached out to me. Um congratulating us on the on the episode. So shout out to everyone who did that. But yeah, man. It was good. I'm glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. So thank y'all. We appreciate all the support, man. Keep it coming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um with last week's episode, I think we got a recap a little bit because we missed a few things well first and foremost at the time of this recording i mean by the time y'all hear this this be past the date but right now at this very moment it is september 11th mm-hmm. it is the 20th anniversary of the day the towers fell um right now they have the two beams in the sky to signify the twin towers. I'm just kind of not even that. Twenty years is a long time. Let me just say that. And time is such a funny concept because you look up and twenty years has passed. And I still remember vividly where I was. Mm-hmm. I still remember vividly what I was doing. And I still remember watching the first tower fell fall. And that is something that if you weren't in the area to actually see it, it is 
it's almost unbelievable to some people because that is probably the one of the it was one of the most traumatic things we ever experienced absolutely absolutely no one forgets where they were what happened or, remember you where know. you were yeah I was in high school they sent us out but we was watching it from the windows we could see it from the windows yeah I was in I was in high school as well I think that was my freshman year in high school I still remember I was in biology class and where my biology class shout out to Dickinson Dickinson had a clear view of the towers from where my biology class was and I still remember I don't remember my teacher's name but we was in class just you know regular regular morning and one of my classmates says yo what's that and we see smoke coming from one of the towers right so we all looking like wait what is that so it's we, odd to see in a bright blue sky right just a pitch black cloud and, and at this point our teacher just lost control of the class she i, I, I think yeah, it was a woman and she was, you know, trying to get us back in our seats, but we were all just fixated on a tower smoking. Right. So we're all look so we're all standing at the window. And all of a sudden you see this little thing flying. We like, is that a plane? And then boom, we just see fire hit the building. And that was once that once the second plane hit and we saw the fire. Then we had an announcement on the intercom, like, all right, all students need to be evacuated. There's been an attack on the World Trade Center. Mm -hmm. And we were all confused, like, wait, what was happening? Right. It was just all at once. So. Yeah, it was it was it was a, a wild series of events. And I think walking out of school, I think my mother called me and she was like, go home right, right now. Go straight home. Right. Go straight home. I'm like, wait, what's going on? She's like, a plane flew flew into the World Trade Center, and it's crazy right now. Don't I don't know what's going on? They talking about it's a terrorist attack, and during that time, they were saying, um, I think after the towers fell, and then the plane flew into the Pentagon, and then it was just high alert. And I remember going home, and my mother calling me again damn near every every hour on an hour until she got home from work but that was like a super traumatic event we've lived through some shit man like through a lot we just dealt the 90s was the that was the era that well, the that devil was, had the reins again that wasn't even the 90s that was 2001 yeah effectively 20 years ago so that, that 2000s was that was cause what wasn't Sandy 05 yeah so we had 9-11 and 01 and a couple years later we had Sandy and then more recently we had we have Hurricane Ada Ida I don't know I don't know who the fuck names hurricanes but We've also had blizzards that really put us under. I don't know if you recall. Uh, I think the blizzard of eight in '92, I'd say. Well, everything was frozen. Even the pipes were for everything. Was do you frozen. do you remember the blackout? I think what summer was that? The summer of 
Yes, 2003, summer of 2003. I think the whole city was out. Right. And I do remember that as well. Like, I'm just, we've lived through some shit, man. We've really lived through some shit. And, and things happen so fast, we don't have a minute to process anything. Because we're survivors. Are we survivors or are we just numb? survivors suffering from survivor's guilt i mean why why i had to make it in, uh, you know not them why couldn't they have made it you know but that's you know that's what a good person would say to themselves well, why, why i made it and not them yeah but you know that's just not that's just what you ask because you thinking in that that plane of existence yeah, it's a bigger plan at hand. You were the one to have to make it. Yeah, because it wasn't your time. Still not your time. Yeah, and it's... And it's I, I think that having that... That thought, like, wow, I've survived some a lot of different traumatic events. It does bring a level of, of gratitude and appreciation because it's like, damn, I could have been out of here. At any given moment, when any number of events, whether it be from street stuff, whether it be from Mother Nature, it's a um, it's a wild thing to process. And then more recently, with the with the hurricane, um, prayers to everyone from Hurricane Ada. That well, Central Jersey was Central Jersey. They got hit with the with the tor- the twister. With the twister, yeah. They got hit with the twister. You know, we got the flooding. Yeah, uh, North Jersey got massive massive amounts of flooding. There were cities completely underwater, um, and even outside of the state of Jersey, Louisiana got hit really hard. Mississippi really, yeah, got crazy. hit really hard, and this just leads me to believe that once mother nature decides i'm sick of you motherfuckers there's nothing we can do it's absolutely and never was no, no never never yeah yeah we had Crazy. i think jersey suffered two billion in damage um we just got fema funds for the entire state so that's good but it's it's <laughs> It hasn't experienced anything like this all at once like this, you know, hurricanes and, and uh, the winds and the, you know, just the winds, the velo- just the velocity of wind mm-hmm. alone will tear shit up, you know, so we don't uh, we haven't really experienced that not, not too often, especially not all at once as a state. Bro, yeah. what do we, we are not prepared for climate change. Like at all No one ever is Who is prepared for When they hit the tsunami Oh we got sandbags But bro We got sandbags she... Nobody You know There's like natural disasters That are really kind of Out of our control And of also course. we could be ill prepared Yes but We're I, not I think it's, to... Yeah I think it's a mixture Of both because You know Scientists have been Screaming about climate change For years now It also says like so where did all the money for that preparation go? Because it did move somewhere. They moved it, they went abracadabra. Poof. Disappeared. Abracadabra. Because when we're supposed to have money for certain federal 
natural disaster funds yeah mm-hmm. relief and all that type of shit like it, it just it just disappears and <laughs> i don't know i don't know what other example we need to really put an emphasis on making sure our infrastructure is intact because yeah we're on we're damn near on an island jersey city jersey city in new york like i've been it's been a lot of movies on netflix and hulu like day after tomorrow 2012 all of the end of the world movies and like we always say about movies like they are been telling us for some years now like get prepared to not survive (laughs) it shouldn't be funny but here we are i'm just um yeah i'm i'm curious to see how we do moving forward was there anything funny that you saw during the hurricane um i think this was in patterson usually in patterson or the bronx but some guy dove into a bunch of flooding like and he was in trunks and did like a swan time uh, olympic dive right into it right into it plop and i'm here to tell y'all don't do that just don't do that there's a myriad of reasons why you shouldn't do that because first and foremost flood water is not a pool it's not an ocean that shit is not safe yeah. nothing in flood water right it, like nothing when they make a pool there's the people who professionally do this shit you know? right flood water has debris it has all types of animals it has all types of bacteria everything right. like right. nothing in flood water says, and everything that was on the street right so you're diving with no type of protection into a diaper a, a not even <laughs> just whatever you know a garbage can really basically yeah, Basically. like a, a, a water tanker full of shit and debris. Right. So and, go shower yeah, twice. Not even shower. You need to be hosed oh, down with like <laughs> some type of anti antibacterial spray or something because you need to wash in dawn. You need to wash in dawn, fabuloso. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, any type of cleaning su- cleaning supplies. Listen, like, you're going to need to do some santeria to get clean. I'm going to be honest with you. You might need to go see you. some type of priest to exercise. Because yeah. you're not right in the head yeah, already. You might then, be possessed with some love. Go, go to the ocean and get baptized, not in the, not the middle of the street. Yeah, I'm just. <sighs> yeah, yeah right. it, it's, right. it's, not, it's not something to just do. And think, oh, I'm gonna be okay after that. No, you're essentially radioactive right. after yeah. you did. They that. tell you not to swim out here in the Hudson. They tell you not to swim out here. Right, right. You know, side, 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 sidebar. You know, we talked about the kayaking thing a couple of weeks ago. Did you I, visit it? I didn't visit it, no, but no. I did. I do see signs for it now. Mm-hmm. I saw it maybe like a week or so ago. I just laughed at myself, like y'all. Really you laughing right now a little bit? You're a little smiling bit, as you're a saying it. A little bit, but it's like you know. It was uh, last week. No, not last week. Maybe two to three weeks ago. They are some companies offering kayaking down in Liberty State Park, not Lincoln's Lincoln Park, but it's, <laughs> but it's on a fucking pond, which is which is not safe at all, and which is not um, adequate to 
what kayaking really is and i'm saying all i have to say where the fuck was the kayaks during hurricane Aya? where were you with all them lessons yeah like we there was people who and and we could make light of the situation now because but yo you you made me pay to teach me how to do this and then and then it, it come down you're not gonna come out and survive in this method i don't know man i don't know but you know <laughs> it, i don't know i don't know i don't i just go you're not ahead. gonna flex in this method for real quick i just go here man but um you know th- despite the damage that jersey received um we are trying to get back to a place of normal normalcy i guess but it's just it's it's a lot going on <laughs> and a lot to be that's still coming it's a lot still coming because the winter is right here and if hurricanes are that bad you can imagine what the snowstorms are going to be like this year because yeah yeah it, it's just bad through and through and i'm with all of these shout out to all my survivalist friends who have like doomsday packages in their house and goddamn <laughs> been training for this for 15 to 20 years because y'all might be y'all might be on to something i know a lot of them i know a lot of them like doomsday yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know but i know you know, i know a lot like you, even admittedly i'll be honest you know i like to throw jokes at the doomsday preppers but i'm here to say y'all might be on to something uh-huh y'all might be on to something like there's 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 a Hey, listen, mm-hmm. the president has a doomsday bunker, okay? I mean, well, yeah. So if he got a doomsday bunker, we need to you need to have a doomsday bunker. His doomsday bunker's in Denver, Colorado. It looked like an airport. I mean, well, yeah. But when he goes down, it's a fucking city. I mean, he has one in... Uh, yeah, I know. I've been, I've been studying this shit. Yeah, exactly. He has one in the White House as well. So he has like... It's in the middle. One on the ground bunker in the White House. So, so I'm, I'm a, I have to say, man, the doomsday preppers might be on to something. They know some things that I myself have admittedly laughed at and be like, man, that had never happened. But this shit is happening. So I'm gonna have to um get with some of you, my doomsday prepper friends and figure out what i need to survive what you need to do yeah, yeah now yeah 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 because it's 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 um between the aliens between the tornadoes between the flooding between the snow. last week i put them on i put them on this video showing them that the government know about aliens there yeah, it's just it's, it's it's a lot happening he was still once. skeptical up until that point yeah. yeah so it's like i'm now i'm just like like I said, like like I said, when you showed me the alien thing, like all this shit is real, every last bit of it. So now it's like, how do you prepare? How do you prep? And how do you do all of this? It's, it's going to be a lot coming at you, of all of us, from different directions. So far, it has through the invisibility of COVID, where it's something that you can't see, but it's a threat in the back of your mind and in reality. So that's one method. Also, the cosmos changed, so nature's changing a lot. So that's a lot of things that are like all at once affecting our senses, our right. way of life, our collective way of life. Right. You know, it's kind of like uh, evolution never stops. You know, you're looking at the dinosaurs and shit, but at the end of the day, somebody's going to be looking at us. 
talking about, you know, we were the ones that, you know, listened to the guy called DMX and, and right. Master P. Right. You know, what was Master P to them? Master P was a Shakespeare. And you it's, know? And it's, no, you're right. And it's and it's funny because it's like, how do you, how do we as just regular, regular citizens adjust to all of this change happening at once? You know, with, like you said, we're dealing with COVID, we're dealing with climate change we're dealing we're dealing with everyday societal changes it's it can be overwhelming it is you know what i mean it's like there's a it's like everyone's walking around with like extra anxiety and they don't know why because it's like all these external forces making you worry right. about all these different things and still you got to go home and worry about all your personal stuff right so it's like making us more like it's like a jungle out here. It's right. It's not uh, an illusion. Mm-hmm. It's like these are tough times. So now we're back in the primal state of of like a jungle because mm-hmm. it is a, it's a concrete jungle, mm-hmm. right? Digital. We got all these extra things added to it. But at the end of the day, anxiety is a part of our human construct. We all have right. to utilize it, use it. Because well, all right, so you got a lizard in the in the primal old days. Is it the lizard that's chilling, like he's like chilling that's gonna survive, or is it the one that got that sixth sense, like something's coming all the time, mm-hmm. and when he uses that to have the sixth sense of like an eagle, a snake, or this or that, he's ready, and he knows when to move. So human beings possess this as well, and we utilize that anxiety to make it through our struggles you know whether that means pay the rent whether that means survive a dangerous situation you think our anxiety is our sixth sense absolutely Hmm. well we utilize it in different ways uh anxiety and uh stress Hmm. is something you're creating Hmm. right you because you overthink about it Hmm. and then it affects that over time affects your organs and you're gonna kill yourself i'm a 61 year old lizard Chilling. Right. But you don't think my anxiety is high? No, of course. If anything, it's uh, at its most. Trust me. No, if anything is at its most, because uh, these are different times. I just appear. Relaxed. Yeah. Right, it's, right. It's, 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 so does the so does the lizard. Right. Right. Because when you look at the lizard, that motherfucker like this. He's like. But then he just. <laughs> he just. I, I think. I think the. The overwhelming feeling that I'm. I'm having is that we're in a space where it's like either adapt or die. Right. Like you have and to, that's what evolution is, right? right. The weak, uh, the weak die, mm-hmm. and the strong survive. That's evolution. Mm-hmm. It's it's evolved that way into business, mm-hmm. where the weak die, and the strong survive. But you know, in community, it's not like that. When it's our community, we kind of go back to our tribal ways when it. When a good community is put together over years, like, you know, in Jersey City, something happens, then the next neighbor's helping the next neighbor with light, and the other one's helping them with ice, and that's where I came from. Yeah, that's what I come you know, from, Tribal too. mindset. Yeah, and that's what's, what's interesting about all of these things, like, it's either we revert back to our primal instincts when things kick off, like, like you were saying, like, during traumatic events, whether it be natural or whether it be something like a 9-11 or a hurricane Ada or even thing like that yeah. like we our community reverts back to what we know on an instinctual level yeah but then on the other side 
to, again to your point businesses adapt to changing times like mm. you see how many businesses adapt to covid right right how many more jobs were saying hey you could work from home or how many more delivery services popped up because everyone was in quarantine at that time or i say this how many individuals in their apartments have adapted their skills Right, they they started venturing out into things they didn't do because they were like, hey, you know, times are hard. I gotta flex. I gotta like dig deep. Yeah, I gotta figure and out. And figure out right. what it is I want to do because oh, I was doing this job all these years because that's what was there, and they didn't treat me like shit, and I, I could get paid decent enough, and I could afford all my things. I got insurance. They're like, I'm good. Now this happens. They're like, oh shit, even that's shaky. And Jim Carrey said it. You could fail at what you hate, mm-hmm. so you might as well do what you love. Just, and people are realizing this all at once because of that cosmic change. They're all like waking up and saying, "There's got to be more to life than yeah, working no, this shift." Yeah, and that and that's actually what I was getting to—that all of these things happening, whether it be environmental, whether it be business, whether it be societal, it they all have this theme of change. Like we're seeing so much happen in. Right at once right our government nature yeah you uh, don't have a you don't have a choice but to change right and in a short period and all at once in in a short period of time so i said this when covid began i said uh the train hasn't stopped no people are talking about covid like oh when we had no first of all everything got changed the train hasn't stopped it might have got things are still evolving as problems that is still going to affect our children and children's children. Mm-hmm. It is a completely 180 our life as we knew it collectively how our kids go to school. Mm-hmm. How we, we had to adapt to that. We, we as parents had to adapt to that. Then as long as them adapting to that, you know, but they're young. They're going to adapt to whatever. They're ready. Right, but even but even think about it think about that particular point down the line like that's going to be wild for them because it's like you you remember when Back in 2000 and right, we had years, to this, all two, have school two, on the computer. Yeah, we all had school on the computer, or every time when, when we went back to school, all of us were wearing masks, and I couldn't see. Right, them. right. Like th- these are things happening in real time that 15 years down the line, they're gonna look back like this was fucking wow. Hey, you remember when Sim lit up a joint on the virtual class, and the teacher was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> like that's a story. Like I remember when we was in quarantine. And I lit up a joint in front of my teacher. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like it's it's that is a, that's it's an interesting um, <laughs> it's a it's a very interesting period that a, that adapt or die is really like resonating with me because it's it's right it's a lot happening at once. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious to I'm curious to the psychological effects that it all, uh-huh. that all of these changes will have on us as a society. Right. Like how do we how do we interact now with all of these changes happening? Because all right, I'll put it like this, right? So with the introduction of social media and everything being on our phones, it made us more connected, but 
it also disconnected us in the uh-huh. same way, right? Uh-huh. From a level of realism. From a level of realism and not knowing how to interact with a regular human being without your phone present. And now with all of these natural events where your phone is essentially obsolete and you have to deal with what's in front of you right now. And people have had to revert back, like we were saying, to that tribal community instinct to where it's like, okay, let me help my neighbor because I just can't call them and text them. I have to go over and do something in the physical to help them. So it's like we're moving. It's like two things happening at once. You have this digital wave where we're still connected. We can still send information, but all of this very real stuff happening at the same time. I'm, I'm trying to see if I'm un, uh, if I'm explaining this correctly, but it's like two it's like two parallels, it's two very weird parallels. If we were to have a massive solar ejection from the corona, mm-hmm. it would devastate every electrical item on the earth. It is a possibility, and the possibility is high. Mm-hmm. It is supposedly supposed to happen within the next eleven years. With no electronic devices, you would have to revert to a primitive status where you would have to speak to each other. I mean, that's... Now you got old guys like me who used to live that way. Yeah, and I mean, I'm old enough to remember life before social media, life before all these electronics. And it seems like how fast we got to this point where we're so interconnected and everything has bluetooth on it it's just like we're it seems like we're moving faster to a place where it's like none of this shit is gonna matter because we're gonna have to deal with very real things where your phone can't help you so it's for me it's just it's it's like a weird parallel that i'm seeing with this with the acceleration of social media but also the acceleration of very real events to where social media or all the electronic devices aren't going to help you and that's just interesting to me because like we've put all this emphasis on making sure technology is super duper fast and you know everything is interconnected but then one hurricane and none of that shit matters so it's like what what exactly are we trying to rush towards because you put you put rockets and all this shit into space and, and fucking everything could be delivered but again I think that we as a country we're on a ship and the ship got a captain and we're the crew and the captain's saying we're going over there we're gonna get some stuff like you know conquistadors uh, uh, pirates looking for booty <laughs> right looking for looking for the gold looking for the spots you know civilization is like that oh we're we're looking to get here with it but then nature and just the way the world is and the levels of things reorganize things to make you aware like mm-hmm. slow your roll a little bit mm-hmm. you know we're not as all powerful as we think we are because we do think we're all powerful and we are we are but it's a lot of vanity and a lot of greed and a lot of other things that just kind of fuck up the picture you know, we yeah. could all be better off, all of us. You can't show me a condo being built and then down the street there's a fucking person eating out of a garbage can. Something ain't right. 
something ain't right. And I've seen this in my own city in Jersey City in the street. I see people right now, right now. When it gets cold, then. But, but you know, you, you, know, you know what's even funny about that example? Like, you know, we often talk about gentrification here and even in Jersey City, all of the condos going up. And what was not funny, but the irony of when a hurricane hit here, all of those condos downtown that are ridiculously expensive were fucking flooded. <laughs> so it was like you God spent, has a funny way like of, you have, of, like of you, you have, know aligning things right, to like you, perspective like, for y'all, your y'all put, ass. All of this, <laughs> y'all put all of this money into these extra luxurious lofts and all of this goofy shit and having people move into these two twenty five hundred dollar a month apartments and it's fucking flooded. Just know that somebody in the hood was dying. Right. Well, why? It's just an inconvenience to you, and I know you were probably bitching about it. But hey, yeah. welcome to Jersey City. Right. So it's 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 a yeah. God has a funny. He has a wild sense of irony. But um. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, a real phone. That's attached to the wall. A landline, yeah. Yeah. For you to go to your neighbor who's elderly. Mm-hmm. I would be my age, older, mm-hmm. and say, do you need anything? Can I get you something? Mm-hmm. You're teaching your kids now how to do that. They maybe have social media. They may be texting each other. I understand that. You do that. You've taught me to do that. Mm-hmm. faith is power what well even with even with that even with that i think there is a generational responsibility to always teach who's after you so to to mario's point like you know i've learned from my elders to do certain things to how to survive without you know certain conveniences but then it's like the generation after us like my kids don't know nothing about what i went through going up so even something as simple as walking from here to there it's like you don't have a car like you don't like what you mean i gotta walk a couple blocks yeah. like this is weird yeah. or what do you mean i can't play on my tablet what do you mean i can't facetime anybody like there was a point where the facetime didn't exist right. and that is like that is 
me seeing that in real time, especially like with my children and telling them certain things like, yeah, I didn't have this growing up. And they look at me like, what do you mean you didn't have this growing up? I thought FaceTime was forever. Forever, right? Yeah. But it's like, I think the importance of that, of just teaching, you know, like the older generation taught me is important to teach the generation after me because these survival skills without the convenience is absolutely necessary especially where we're going with the introduction of all these very new and more powerful natural events with covid with anything else that's going on because covid got some new variant out i don't know but it's just it's it's it's, it's important to teach who's behind us it's important to to share those generational skills because yeah it's, it's going back to like a more uh square one you know uh power is not what you can do with but I, it's about what you could do without you know what that's and see that lends me to the idea that all of this is focusing not focusing but all of this is leading me to believe that this is the precipice of like a hard reset where it's like like everything we've been talking about like getting back to zero Mm -hmm. like that's the all of these things happening at once is showing okay everything you thought was important isn't really that important the very instinctual damn near primal Mm -hmm. skills that we have developed since fucking cavemen are still important and still valuable so now talking about anxiety and things like that again because we're getting anxiety now because of uh it's real for us everything that we know we have to know more of and do more of Mm -hmm. so it's like a state of survival and when you're hungry your brain changes and it goes into a certain mode of Mm -hmm. thinking like fight or flight type right And now fight or flight is like in, is in, is in your feet. Like, I got to pay rent. Boom. You're not standing still now. Yeah. You're busting a movie. You're looking to see what needs to be done. To, and it's like right here. Right here. Right? So now you you never, you don't, even your rest is measured because you got to get right back to it. Absolutely. Because so, yeah. there's so many things happening at once. Unfortunately, I don't even know if we're in a space where we can just relax right we have not experienced this day and the thing is that now that's what meditation bring in to the picture because the thing is that time is an illusion perfect yeah time is definitely an illusion because so how much time you need to spend on you to relax yourself do you need eight hours or do you need 15 minutes to relax i guess that depends on who you are as an individual but with the amount of anxiety coming from every direction like you kind of have to take a moment to be like okay i need even if you can take the 15 minutes because it's so much happening Mm -hmm. you need to take you need to take at least some time to be like okay i just need to just breathe for a moment breathe for a moment Yeah. yeah because you're dealing with again you're dealing with 
the, your personal bills and family issues, whatever you got going on, right. then if whatever you live, you're dealing with all of the things in your city, whether it be the government, whether it be just full-blown corruption, right. then you're dealing with the environment. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot. So it's you got to pet the lizard. Pet the lizard. Pet the lizard. Explain that analogy to me. So the lizard got anxiety. Anxiety affects the way you breathe. Mm-hmm. Because you're only paying attention to the trauma. Mm -hmm. So your ribs close up, they tense up, your breathing is shallow. Therefore, you're not producing enough blood to go to the brain. And then this could go on for a period of time. You could just start not thinking properly because of this. So that's why the first thing they do, like with a child, whenever they panicking, is that they say, and they say, just breathe. Like they just remind them to breathe because breath, breathing is the essence of life. It's what evolved us from the sea right onto land mm-hmm. is the so we have to be able to remember that as human beings breath is the essence of life mm-hmm. and fear can stop you from pay, being aware of this mm-hmm. and it'll affect you because you're making it a habit of breathing this way when you should be breathing profoundly right. so that's what meditation is it's focusing on your breathing to be profound for 15 minutes and that alone it's like plugging in your phone in the fucking wall. It's like you're plugging yourself into the wall. Because what you're doing is your chakras are aligning in a one, mm-hmm. vibrating, and then connecting to the cosmos. That's what charge you. But this is mind over matter. Mm-hmm. So people don't, they do this in the shower. They don't even have to be on the floor doing it. In the, there's a million ways to do it. Some people do it in their car because it's about expression. You know, peace of mind and then expression. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to love yourself? You know, you got to do what you love and allow yourself, allot so, yourself the so, time to love yourself. So let me ask you, with with everything going on now, how do you think people move to love themselves with all of the existential crises happening at once? Okay, do you have a roof over your head? Mm-hmm. You got food in your belly? Mm-hmm. Anybody trying to kill you? No. You just pet the lizard. At the lizard. All right. That's the only thing the lizard give a fuck about. Am I fed? Do I have shelter? And is anything trying to kill me? Primal state of mind. And that's what exhausts all of the tension in your body when you're worrying about Facebook and this and that. Do I have a roof over my head? Am lizard. I fed? Am I am I safe? That's all the lizard care about. So yeah. that's how you pet your lizard. You remember that you got those things, and everything else just fade away. It's superficial. Yeah, like, and and you know what? I I I agree with that. It and it's, I know for myself, I have. I have issues sometimes remembering that those that very simple principle because you can get you can find yourself wrapped up in all these other things. Right, and I I say it even one more thing. What the fuck are you working for then? Mm. What the fuck are you paying all that shit for if you're not gonna have that peace of mind? To that degree at that point it's your fault because you got the space mm-hmm. now sleep and relax and know that tonight I'm safe. you're good and you're gonna have a good sleep and you're safe and you're fed and tomorrow's another day now take it one step further that's a single man talking <laughs> we're both single right however i need to feed them right my children, my spouse, my family. Mm-hmm. Not only myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah, well. That's that's a catch too. Mm-hmm. 
Because you got to do for them. You got to do for them. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's it's. When you're in that state, that's your anxiety kicking in. Do I make enough to support them and keep them petting them? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the. Yeah, that's the ultimate um struggle, right? Yeah, that's the ultimate struggle. But even with that, you still have to take time for to to breathe because. Yeah, because with with all of these, because then you still gotta be a parent aside from providing. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta attend and be there. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. it's <sighs> it is a, it's it's an interesting. I do like the pet the lizard thing because it it keeps it keeps you well for me. It'll keep me like okay. Let me just let me hit this checklist and see if I'm doing all of these things. Right. Because if I don't have a house, if I don't have food, if I'm if someone is trying to kill me, then I'm in danger. If I if I have all three of those things right. checked off where I'm safe, then right. I can just be safe. And that, my friend, is root chakra, red chakra. That's the first one. We all have these in common. If you see another individual lacking that, you feel for them because you know as a human being mm-hmm. that that's a red chakra. That's a primal chakra. It works its way up mm-hmm. into the different behaviors and colors and sectors of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, but the red chakra, that's survival. Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where we are. I think that chakra is the one that's being elevated. Just that very clear need for survival. Right, like the lizard, mm-hmm. we out here, like we out lizard. here surviving. We just, just out here surviving, you know. And and while we're surviving, we helping each other. Mm-hmm. We're relying on each other, so that makes us stronger. It does. Because I'll be honest, if this would have occurred at another time, mm-hmm. they'd be fucked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They'd be fucked. We are good. We can make it happen together. We could do it together. We have enough together. But if this happened in another time, another era, they'd be fucked. And you know what? That's 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 a point that we also we we often have conversations about the vision and everything. But that is that unity, that community feeling is bubbling up along with the rising of the survival chakra. And I say that's even their consciousness is is coming aware more with that. You know, they're being more aware and conscious mm-hmm. of of themselves and what they need to do, and of the community around them and what they need to mm-hmm. do to make the community good. So they aren't, oh, you need this, you need that. Mm-hmm. I need this. Somebody's helping me with this. I'm helping them with that. Like that's yeah. I've I've like recently, even in my personal life, like I've had people full-blown just help me right <laughs> and not and right. not expect anything in return just like i hit somebody like yo listen i need help with x y z they be like i got you and there was no like hit me back when you got the da-da-da. it was just i'm gonna help you and that's that and that that always that's always inspiring for me because that hope is like no matter what's going on that hope of we can be better is always present 
even in tough times like we're doing right like we're in right now whether it be covid whether it be natural disasters whether it be police killing people whether it be the government fucking us out of everything that that <laughs> idea left and right like, missionary doggy style reverse like every, cowgirl like, how you want it we taking it that's the that's the that's the wild thing because it's like yeah we're definitely being fucked in every position but there's always hope there no matter how bleak it may seem we have that hope because you might run into a neighbor who has everything that you need Oh. Yeah, that's our superpower. That's our superpower. Like the, and I that would even make me say, anxiety is maybe can be a a fuel for hope, because that anxiety of having shit, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, all this all this existential shit is going on. I know I'm gonna be all right though. I know that I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, that faith, hope, like even with all of the the wild things going on, the wild shit happening, the the measure of faith that we have, the measure of hope that we have is is inspiring. Like, you know, you always see it in movies when they band together at the end of the movie to fight the aliens or come together to to, to fight some type of natural event, but it happens in real life. Right. So, shout out to everyone who who's petting a lizard. Shout out to everyone who is taking the time to understand that, you know, in this wild climate that we're in, pun intended, and with everything going on, you can still be better. You can still survive whatever is happening. You can still change things. So, I guess shout out to humanity, I guess. That's what I'm leaning towards. Why not? Why not? Shout out to humanity, man. Shout out to humanity. We get a bad flack, you know. We get a bad, <laughs> we, we do. We, we get, get a bad rap. We, we do get, get a bad, bad rap. rap because sometimes I feel like, man, we just gonna kill each other because us as a well, we species come are. We come together. Oh, we talking wow. about the 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 rich one percent, perhaps out there. Yeah, greedy. One. Yeah, we not talking about them. We not talking about them. Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, I do want to take this time. It's going to be a wild transition, but I want to say R.I.P. to Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams, uh, most notably known on The Wire as Omar. Right. He had a role on Lovecraft Country. I can't remember right. his character's he name. Right. He was an uncle. I can't remember his name, though. And he did various films, just a super dope individual and he passed this past week from a drug overdose um 54 years old he passed from i think they were they said it was a bad mix of like cocaine and fentanyl that fentanyl man bro the fentanyl that has been fentanyl man. fentanyl has and they put that shit in there some of y'all listen fentanyl outside of killing regular people fentanyls would kill um Mac Miller, fentanyl killed. It's another celebrity I can't think of the name right now, but that is that was sad to see because he was such a beloved individual. Like 
he was one of those people like like when he when the news broke that he passed there was so much you know support and hurt but the common theme i saw from his passing was like he was just full of light like he was just a dope person to be around like he a lot of he very energetic very energetic. energetic he like he light up he lit up a room every time he walked into it and the fact that you know he he talked about his struggles with 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 drugs before and he was very open and transparent about it like he even said uh, like i saw an old interview with him and he was saying like during the film another wire i think like the first or second season he was like on drugs while filming the wire and you know it's unfortunate to, to see him go out that way um it's just sad man it's just sad and he and, and it was even eerie because he was at dmx's tribute paying homage to him in a couple of weeks later he's he gone. goes the same way like overdosing on hard drugs yeah because i think dmx did this i think i don't i'm not sure if dmx had like a drug overdose but he definitely i think drugs were involved if that's not true please forgive me but yeah you just you don't know what demons people are, are facing man like that is I've never like I have family members who struggle with drugs. I know people who struggle with drugs. I don't know that struggle personally, but that is that's a big demon to fight, man. That's a big demon to fight. And then you're struggling with that and now you have this added layer of people cutting the cocaine with fentanyl, which is highly dangerous. So I don't know where this boom of fentanyl came from, but I don't know. Get the ATF on this shit or something. Like we got fentanyl is killing more people. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. And it's like the this is like becoming a, a, a not even a a pandemic, a epidemic. It, it's I don't know, man. I don't know, cause it's the it's fentanyl, and then it's the opioid crisis still going on. And again, that just back to our earlier conversation. We have all these crises happening at once, and then you have someone like Michael K. Williams, who is the victim of that. It's it's sad to see, man. Like if you you know if you know anyone who's struggling with that if you know anyone who needs help please try to help them as much as you can because this this drug overdose is another cog in the machine of shit that we have to deal with so r.i.p to michael k williams um just sad 54 years old man and 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 even with that like I just want my people to be able to live past 55. Like I'm seeing too many celebrities, too many people just like, especially like black and brown people, especially men, we, we not making it. We're not making it. Like if you, like if you are a minority and you live past 55, like you are extremely blessed. 
because just with our history whether it be drugs or just health complications we don't make it bro like at all so that meditation that you spoke of earlier that is a part of self-care that is a part of making sure you're okay because everything is trying to kill us every little thing it reminded us to take better care of ourselves and uh, but it was too late for something yeah and that's the unfortunate part like like even because sleep yeah because it could be too late for us any day so act accordingly right try to do your best get some sun you need the back to basics like we talked about back to basics you know the sun get the sun be outside drink more water more more water laugh laugh it's the best source of holistic healing yeah you know and it's just like it's just I think self-care is like the theme of this episode today because it's like everything is everything is is fighting against you so your your journey into self-care needs to be focused it needs to be serious and it needs to be immediate because we have all of these other things and for someone full of light like Michael K. Williams and I don't know him personally but every time I saw him he was just happy he always had a good word on whatever interview he was in but again it was just too late for him so self care man pet the lizard pet the goddamn lizard alright um pardon me I guess we could get it to some local news uh Do you want bad news or worse news? I like my veggies first. Okay, so we'll start with the worst news. The worst news is we had two recent shootings. Jersey City Public Schools went back into went back into the buildings this past Thursday. There was a shooting at Lincoln High School Friday. Kids got out. This actually happened in, in front of the building that I grew up in. in 30 Crescent, two kids were shot. And the wor- the bad news, because well, that's the worst news, the bad news is the 7-Eleven in the square. Right. Somebody, somebody got popped out yeah, there. somebody twice, got yeah. popped out there, too. So, you know, I guess back to regular schedule programming, I guess. This is what Jersey City was known for. I mean, un- unfortunately, sad. unfortunately, it's like that's the that's a common shouldn't be common but it is a very common thing here uh you know we also I always see people say you know what do we do what do we do what do we do it's like you have to invest in the communities where this is happening or happening i feel like i say this all the time like if you strip a community of resources and don't allow the community to grow what do you expect them to do they're gonna do crime because you took everything else there's a lot of reasons that the crime is you know cause it's like there's like in Jersey City you don't have to worry about anything like uh if it's not your business you're not you're fine 
That's my experience. Right. If you just from walking down Jersey City, you walk in, they'll look at you and stuff, but you won't get in no shit. Nobody gonna start no shit with you. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get robbed. Uh, although, yeah, you could get robbed in broad daylight in Jersey City. Of course. I've seen it, but you know, it's a personal thing. Like, they, it became a personal thing. And this person saw this guy, and uh, maybe he's like, look at this entitled motherfucker walking this fucking poodle in flip flops. I'm out here struggling and he mm-hmm. just bought that house and now he complaining and calling the cops on my friends mm-hmm. because I'm out here. It becomes personal. Yeah, it becomes personal. You know, and and then there's just our own personal shit, right? Like the shit that people are beefing with amongst each other. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, and I'm, that's always going to be a thing because this is a very urban city. So the street element is always going to be present. But I think to deter some of the crime because you're never going to fully get rid of crime. It's always going to be something to where sometimes somebody got to get shot. And that's the unfortunate truth of the matter where it's like, yes, we want to keep everyone safe, but sometimes things escalate beyond a reasonable level and things take a turn for the worse. However, that doesn't mean that you just abandon a whole community because of the street element i feel like you can have both like to at least to alleviate some of the crime at least give okay i give i give a perfect example right so recently maybe like and recently i mean like two days ago from per this recording i was talking to someone i know oh oh good old-fashioned hoodlum of mine and we all got one. We all got one. All few, depending on who you are. So I was talking to him, and we just—he just telling me about the area, whatever. Cause I'm just catching up with him, and he said to me, "I don't know why these cops is out here. Like, they took everything from us." I'm like, "What you mean?" He was like, we try to have basketball events for the kids. The cops come and stop it. We try to have community events for the kids the cops come and stop it he's like what do you what do you what do they expect us to do i've every- been stopped three times parties events that i've been to yeah. have been shut down because of police right in the last three months right so it's like if you are in an area like that and this is all in relation to people who be like well what do we do about the violence the areas that are most violent in the city have the least amount of resources right so to me it's unsupervised they don't even want to be there when it goes down right so to me it's like why not give the areas who have the least more wouldn't that deter a level of crime if the areas who need the help who need the resources had them because if you look at like affluent areas right take downtown jersey city right mm-hmm. Everything is accessible. They have good stores. They have um, grocery shops, all types of extracurricular things you can do. And then you come into an area like the hill and that's damn near obsolete. But then you're looking at them like, well, you guys are are always getting in trouble because we don't have anything to do. And this is a a key point, you know, because uh, evolution right the evolution of the streets if uh, a lot of the fathers are being incarcerated 
and not there and not present. The mom is trying to do what she can. Mm-hmm. The streets will be the father. Right. So whatever the streets is, whatever's going on in the streets, the kids will be a part of. You know, and the streets has a way of managing itself. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you know, hey, yo, you don't belong here. Go over there. Go to, go. You study. Yeah. You, know, you study because you're not built for this. Right. You know, and because it's a it's the jungle. Some there are good people in, out there. Yeah. That show you the way. Like most of them. Most of them and that's have the, a it, have a good intention at heart. Yeah, and that's the common misconception that because people are in a situation where they might have to do bad things means that they're a bad person sometimes they're just reacting to bad situations right you got adapt they're petting a lizard so to speak because they're in the situation where they have to do certain things to survive that may go against and, the and, societal standards I'm using air quotes right, right. but they gotta do what they gotta do so my point in all of this my, my long winded way of saying like people often ask especially a lot of the political people I talk to they be like well what do we do about the gun violence like you have to or just the violence in general like you have to give people resources it's just like a kid but why'd you take them away to begin with and that's, and that's but, my question they had the boys and girls club they had music programs in all the schools they had well, all these well, things that's, they that's, them away right and that's leadership but it's like if you my point of like think about it like your kid right if you tell your kid if you take everything away from your child and tell them sit there and figure it out they're gonna get into some shit because you took everything away from them and it's the same thing with black and brown communities if you take everything away from us we're gonna resort back to survival if I can't get a job because you want me to have all these goddamn requirements you want me for if i'm trying to get a job and an entry-level position requires 10 years of experience 12 degrees and your credit score need to be nine thousand. what she glute said i could get a gun faster than i could get a job exactly (laughs) so again what are you expecting these kids to do you're not giving them any opportunity to grow in any type of fashion so i'm going to do whatever the fuck is available to me because I can't do the right thing air quotes again and get a job and go to school because all this shit is too fucking expensive unaffordable unaffordable it's too expensive it's 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 ridiculous so you can't you're trying to judge us or judge a community based off what's happening but not looking at the root of the issue so again if you want the violence to stop then you need to give resources to the communities who need them but you also have to understand in a urban environment things are going to happen and sometimes it is very personal to where it can't be talked about and other times it's you know it could be avoided but you know the streets is going to be the streets you know why the streets are the streets because information is like electricity right the dense population, the thin walls. As a child, you heard it all. Mm-hmm. If there's a fight going on outside, you heard what the fight was about, why it's leading up to this, what they're gonna do. As a child, you hear the the husband arguing with the wife. Mm-hmm. I've heard the husband beating the wife outside my window. 
You know? And me wanting to do something about it. Cause I've been fucking like nine and shit. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? So it was like it's different for us because information is is transparent. You the kids just are oh, hip to too many things. Mm-hmm. And you know, the good families know how to manage that. Mm-hmm. But how many good families do we have? How many good families do people come from? And just that moral mm-hmm. compass, you know, in the, the, the family is still in the each where they know that name is, <clears throat> you come from a good family. Mm-hmm. He's a good dude, you know, he's a good dude. You know, we all go by the name. We all identify with the name. Mm-hmm. And what we have brought to our community with that name, however, mm-hmm. whatever our trade, craft, reputation, you know, what we're known for. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think that we're made to mature a lot faster in our generation specifically and also that bit of information flying out like that we were we were hip to things very quickly yeah and even this generation is even faster with getting in and know than we were like this this younger generation that like you said they know immediately right like my 10 year old knows things that I didn't learn until like my late 20s right and and these moments are like gems these moments are like gems like I remember hopping on the the bus and seeing a a friend in the back and he like he was with that whole ride Mm -hmm. he'll blow my mind with a bit of information Mm -hmm. you know and it'll be a something I'll never forget like I remember him telling me things and I'm like what like now I gotta research this shit like you changed my way of thinking Mm -hmm. Just from the back of the bus, yeah. you know. So it was like, um, culturally, Jersey City is like a melting pot of different cultures. You know, we all grew up around somebody who was different, different family, different upbringing. But now we were accustomed to these customs. Yeah. You know, I remember walking into my my friend who's Muslim, but he's a certain type of Muslim. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's a certain type. So like, he was afraid of my dog. Mm-hmm. Because he thought my dog was a devil, right? Like, or that my mm-hmm. dog was a devil, like a genie, a jinn, mm-hmm. or something like that, you know? So I was like, <clears throat> it was different, these different cultures. They mm-hmm. made me hit to also belief and things like that. And these are things that, you know, when I became an adult and you start thinking about, uh, like, a spiritual journey and knowledge of God, mm-hmm. however that may be, you know, you venture out into these religions. And you look at through the scope and the perspective of what God is through their eyes. And sometimes people convert, you know, or they switch over because there's a certain religion that has a better explanation mm-hmm. of what they believe God to be. But at the end of the day, all religions are away. All religions are away because God is neither in all of those things. Right. He's the one who brings us all together. He's we cannot define him. In one way, it would be, you know, disrespectful in a way, but he don't give a fuck about that because he's God, right? These things are beneath him or she, these things are beneath him. However, he's indulged and I'm sure that, you know, the politics has come into play as to all the, the view and the way we see him. God is in you. Mm -hmm. And when God is in you and you're aware of it, you act like it. Yeah, I, I think that is all of those things tying together with everything we've been talking about as far as the elevation of consciousness, dealing with all these existential things, dealing with the street, dealing with 
trying to make sure your bills is paid like all of this shit is it all it all words it all revert back to that to making sure that you as an individual are taking the best care of yourself as humanly possible that's what that's what it always reverts back to or even simpler petting a lizard petting a lizard but in more local news so our illustrious mayor was in some shit again but what else is new so what happened now i saw he so you ever heard of stone gourmet pizza so for See, the, I don't post shit online, but I follow. So I follow. So for so those they had who, a meeting with him, right? Yes. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Stoned Gourmet Pizza is a THC cannabis infused uh, pizza shop. They were, I think, they got popular on the West Coast, and then they had a store, or they moved from the West Coast over to New York, and they had like a gourmet shop over there. You know, you go in, everything is made with weed. You eat is one of them fancy schmancy restaurants or whatever. So, so you go and get pizza, you leave high. Exactly. That's that's the that's the, <laughs> all right. That's the basis of it. All so, right. So it's like an edible, the edible game, but it's food. I get it. Yeah. So it's not candy or, or no. Chocolate. It's like it's like a full blown thing. So like, let me get the margarita. Yeah, but you can sativa. Go, yeah, you can go get like a pepperoni pizza, and it's just everything is made with weed, which is cool if that's what you went to. I mean, I'll have a slice. Don't fuck it. But what? So, so oh yeah, that's I got sidetracked. But so this the guy, the owner, met with Fuller, and that meeting because he posted it on his on his instagram fuller page. posted it on his thing i think fuller posted it and the pizza owner guy posted it i'm sure they both did probably more than likely they were very gassed so We're about to make so much money together so it it caused some slander of course because it's like motherfucker you're still locking up black and brown people for having it's jersey on. city coming at you yeah because that's the thing he always he's happy as shit He's yeah. happy as the biggest shit, taking a picture, you know? And then here comes Jersey City's opinion. So like, here yeah, because it's like <laughs> right. everything you do is so goddamn hypocritical. Hey. Like, again, we talked about what Nork is doing with the, you know, getting black and brown people to become cannabis growers and cultivators and all that type mm-hmm. of shit. We talked about how Jersey City, this current administration doesn't want that. But now you're talking to this cannabis guy about bringing gourmet weed pizza into Jersey City. So it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and the thing is that Jersey City is like, is was still, it's next to New York. So right, it's so one of yeah, those cities we're, we're that- We're gonna get all of that. Right, it, it's, uh, it's one of those, it's one of those cities that heavily criminalize marijuana absolutely third strike rule and all that shit yep with marijuana your ass ain't coming out ever again yeah so here we go back to families losing the fathers yeah hypocrisy and everything so it's deep you know there's it runs deep and phillips line of sight ain't on those things no no of course not because his thing is that dollar bill the dollar bill because he's new he's a new guy he ain't from out here 
he has his own agenda he's created and he got his own plans yeah of course of course but it's just again like i said was it two episodes ago like he just continues to to everything you every time you think he can't do nothing else stupid he does something else to top his last stupid thing it's just like there's it's actually amazing it is it's it's, talented it's it's almost it's almost admirable because it's like i can't even i I can't gauge how fucking stupid you are it's like watching Derek zula no not Derek zula but let's watch him ben stiller and meet the fockers Mm. he just keep burying himself burying himself burying himself because it's like and this is the vote for me time this is bro, i'm trying to get one more bro, i got one the, more in me bro the elections are in november we're right. at the end of september we're towards the end of september we're in the middle of september november's gonna be here in a blink of an eye you think everyone's gonna forget and just vote for him i don't i don't know i don't know because of course you're gonna have those people who just support him no matter what i'm not counting them but just the frequency of his fuck ups. What is his, what is his likability? It's not high. It can't be high. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I can. It's safe to assume his likability is not high. Stats aside, I don't think that I've met many people that have something positive to say about I can probably the way count, he runs things. I could probably count on a hand and a half. I'm gonna just put it like this: My mother don't like you, and she likes everybody. That's very big. <laughs> That's big. Because if your mother don't like somebody, like that's you are a piece of shit. If Frankie Mama don't like you, you are a piece of shit. And yo, you know, because my mother's the type, she's a Taurus. Okay. She don't like greed. She don't like greedy. Mm -hmm. You know, she's like, you know, do well for yourself, but she don't like greedy, especially not at the expense of other people because she got Aquarius in it too. Mm -hmm. So she's not with the injustice. And she sees that and I we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we talk and then we talk about it. Right. And that's the funny connecting factor is that I talk about it with you, I talk about it with her, and it's just like, you know It's the same shit. This guy's fucked up all around. Every and and no I haven't seen any level of oh, he's all right. Like nowhere. People don't like him. And my thing has always been, you know, if you walk the streets and you're the leader. You got to walk with security. You're not the leader. Well, but he keeps doing things to, to separate us from him. Because my point, because my point. he exactly. don't want us around. Because you, you know. see, even with this recent move, him just sitting down with this gourmet pizza guy is a clear sign that you don't give a fuck. I mean, of course, he don't give a fuck. But this is like you continuously not give a fuck about your but city. this is what he do. Of course. He's been doing this. He's not trying to build with who's here. But it's Everything, just... every maneuver this man has made has been to gentrify and exclude us from the gentrification. Right. You see, DR and Haiti are two different manifestations of gentrification. Mm-hmm. Polar opposites. Because we got the DR side is gentrification with integration. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna marry the. I'm gonna marry into them. We're gonna build together. Mm-hmm. Whereas Haiti is gentrification, but it's slavery. You know, with an iron fist type of slavery. Right. And you can tell the difference from looking straight down the middle of that division. You see nothing but beautiful 
you know, houses and infrastructures and every green and green and green and mount. And then on the other side, you see them burn trees. Right, or dirt roads and shit like right. that. Right. So it's like in one island. The type of gentrification that's happening here is, is unlike those because it's not on some country shit. I, I, I disagree. I think it's the same thing because there's a clear division in our city. There's a line from where but the, the war, the, the terrain is different because oh. we have social media and we have uh, we have attacks that are going on right now. Of course, but there is there is a clear division in the city. Like there's a line from where wow. uh, it, like unity, right? The, it's, yeah, it's, United. Jersey City is actually yeah. two cities. Yeah, there's a like that. I would say Grand Street is where the division starts. Like where Pathmark used to be, right over there by Sitco. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it, to me that's where the division starts. And with your Haiti and DR point, I think it's the same thing. I mean, of course, it's not that extreme, but just the division, just the level of segregation here in the city. Nah, it's 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 been blatant. It's been evident. Because you, to the outside looking in, like you get a newcomer coming over here and be like, oh my God, Jersey City's so nice. They got all these shops downtown and now they're getting a gourmet weed shop and Starbucks is everywhere. And then you go up Pacific to Communipol and it's like, where the fuck am I? The tale of two cities. And when Fulop makes moves like this, meeting with this gourmet pizza guy, whatever the case may be, it exacerbates that division. It highlights it. Because it's people like, I just had my cousin locked up for weed for having X amount, but you're going to bring this guy in here to... When we're talking about this, all of us know someone. Of course. Who is of course. paying for it. Yeah. And, and then you got the pizza guy coming in. You got the pizza guy coming in. And you setting him up lovely. You right. loading him up. I'm gonna give you real estate. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna promote. I'm promoting you right now by taking my picture with you. I'm telling the city, you're good to go. So one man can cause division in a quarter, more than a quarter million people. He's causing derision. Well, well, with Jersey City, Jersey City has always been divided in a way. Like, of course, there's a lot of cultures here, but we all kind of stay with ourselves like traditionally you know the heist and we're just real with each other yeah we're real with each other so it's like growing up for me personally and i don't know if it's the same for you frankie like growing up i always knew where to go to interact with a certain community indeed like if i was uh areas there's areas like if i wanted to go fuck with all my spanish homies i go to the heights right go fuck with all my spanish homies right if i wanted to hang out with the filipinos i hit west side there was a west yeah they had the west West side side. right or not even the filipinos indian square you want to go to indian square get some sandals yeah get some sandals get some motherfucking um some white castle they right there next to the white castle or or even get some type of traditional indian dish you go right to indian square it's all there hey go to go to singa's pizza which by the way 
That's a dirty word in Spanish, but Singas Pizza. <laughs> but yeah, but it was it was always like that. So, and I just wanted to say because it's not just Filipinos on West Side. Because I know somebody gonna call me and curse me out. Somebody gonna call you out. Yeah. So so it's Filipinos and West Indians. Yeah, no disrespect intended because I know, you know, in certain areas to be like, nah. Hey, hit us up. Let us know. Clarify. Yeah, clarify. But I'm saying all of that to say we've always had different pockets in the city. But with this administration, with everything he's done over the past eight years, he's made those lines bolder to where it's like, no, 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 no. It's different down here. Right. This down here is our nice. This this is our nice area. This is where we're going right. to show all the tours. He even built, you know, back when the studio was on Jackson, he built the municipality. Hey, he built the, yeah, he built the annex on the hill. Right. Just to so kind of keep us like, from. Right. Hey, you need something? Yeah. You go in your own backyard. Yeah, you go to the annex. No yeah, more. don't come downtown. Shame. 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 So he's it's. A, he, he's a, t- he's a, a strategic tyrant. This guy. Yeah. He don't give a fuck and he don't care about kind of hiding his non-giving a fuck. And he's very strategic. He's, you know. I, you know what? I know you said that. I think that's what why he keeps doing this. Because he's at the point where it's like, I just don't give a fuck. He's in. Maybe. He hasn't been giving a fuck since we brought up the missing funds. Since we brought up the missing money. Oh, or even like before the missing, before the missing money was. A question. Before that, uh-huh. we were talking about education. Right. And he says, with what money? Several months later, we find out you took money. Right. Motherfucker, that yeah. money. Yeah, that one. That one. But I think I think because I think that's his attitude. Just from how he's been acting, he just don't give a fuck. He might be. He might be worse, honestly. Yeah. So it's like I think because it's He's been here for eight years. He probably knows he's on his way out. He's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I need to fuck do. Fuck all of you. I got my $2 million crib. Yeah, I'm good. I don't give a fuck. I got my $2 million crib with the pool on the roof. And I don't mean to get into his business, but, you know, Frank Lucas said it best. The loudest one in the room is the weakest one in the room. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, so you wanted to get the two million dollar house in a fucking in a town where people drowning and starving downstairs? You might as well be that princess. What's that princess name? That ever that Rapunzel. You're Rapunzel. Stop. You know, stop. It's 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 crazy. It is. It is. It's crazy. You know, and I'm not one to tell people what they need to do, especially with their job. The last thing I want is somebody telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. With my job mm-hmm. You know If I already know What I gotta do You don't gotta come Explaining shit I got it mm-hmm. But now You're the mayor Of the people Yeah But you You live in lavish While some fucked up Shit is going down And you don't even Turn the cheek In our direction And wonder What the moves Gotta be made So he's taking pictures And stuff And a lot of the pictures Start happening When it's time to run Right when it's time to run, that's when they want to take the pictures in front and show the charity, all right? But I'm not big on that either. Well, I mean, you ain't never all, did it. Yeah, you all ain't of never that. Show me, that's what know? I'm saying. All of this, this piece of shit is you got to take that with a grain of salt because it is an election year. Again, November is right around the corner, so all of this. It's kissing is, baby season. Yeah, it's kissing baby season, man. You got to go out and shake hands and act like you're trying to do whatever. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that's coming. That's coming. I'm just trying to give y'all some more time because I'm definitely going to be on y'all heels about making sure y'all register to vote because yeah, it counts. And I'm tired of talking about this guy. So let's get him out of here so I could talk about some somebody new. All right. Um, I think that covers everything. Let me get into some music. Um, okay, music. We didn't talk about music last week. So there's been a couple of releases that I had to go back and follow up with. Um, so there's a few. So first and foremost, uh, Kanye finally dropped his album. I didn't listen to it. I still haven't listened to it. <laughs> still, All right. So people saying they like it, whatever. I don't really care. You but don't if, care? I don't care. I don't have, there's no urgency for me to listen to this album. Oh, the name, uh, Kanye's album is called Donda. Is he's been named promoting at, named after his late mother? Um, he I don't know, man. I heard it. You like it? I do. I do. Um, his last one, mm-hmm. the life the one of, that was all blue. No, not life of Pop. Jesus is king. Jesus is king. Mm-hmm. So now, same context. Yeah, I, I've been hearing that like it's a lot of God and yeah, he you know. says Jesus a lot. Yeah, on the album, but he said now he says some some of the provocative shit he usually says mm-hmm. mixed with it. He's not all the way uh, gospeled out. Mm-hmm. The other one was all gospeled out. This one is gospeled out with some rapping and a little bit of prov- you know provocative Kanye, but he's playing it very safe. Okay, so he's not just saying some wild shit Mm. he's saying some he's songwriting okay he's songwriting so these songs are more memorable uh these songs are good well produced Mm -hmm. the features are part of the album Mm -hmm. i believe that if there's one thing about the album that's the point of the album besides it being like here's kanye here's kanye talking about jesus is here are some features you ain't expecting Okay. Type of deal. So that makes the songs have a replay value, kind of in and of itself, because he has. I don't want to like spoil it, but like you can spoil it. I, I heard care. Lil Yachty on there. I heard I don't Lil th- Yachty. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna listen to um, it. Um, the baby's on there. Jay Z's on there. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of other artists that you can't ping right off for because he's not really like mentioning them. Uh, you know, Kanye's on his Kanye shit. He's being funny and weird. But it's part of the entertainment, so uh, mm. I'd say listen to it. I think you might dig it. The the Drake album. Yeah, I actually shout out to Drake. Drake released his project, Certified Lover Boy. I actually like this project a lot. Mm. You know, Drake is draking. He's doing all of his draking. He's draking a lot. Um, yeah. I like it. I like it. It's a very enjoyable album. He has mm. a few songs on there that songs. I've been listening to repeatedly. So number shout one to- says a statement because he sampled the Beatles mm-hmm. and you can't sample the motherfucking Beatles well Drake in is this better industry, you well I'm, I'm gonna say Drake Beatles, is but Drake is better than the Beatles I'll say that well all I'm saying is the Beatles no the Beatles is top notch like you look, just can't you sample the numbers, them man. we're talking Seinfeld and fucking uh, Kings and Queens here yeah yeah the Beatles you know, is a, that's you another stratosphere. You gotta understand with the Beatles as a music and even in the music world, 
That's where you start to understand. You just all oh, they just a bunch of white motherfuckers who came here and partied and rocked the world. Yeah, they did that too. So did Miles Davis. But when you get to know these guys, they were craftsmen. Of and they were craftsmen, and in an era where it was very hard to be a craftsman in that mm-hmm. light. So they, uh, I'm not saying I listen to them. I don't listen to Beatles, but there are songs that I've heard that I'm like, that's a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I say know, that. I don't everybody's listen to Everybody's heard something. Yeah. But he sampled the Beatles. They're mm-hmm. like insampleable. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. They're definitely off lines. But I believe that he got that off for real. Because for one, the sample's hot. Mm-hmm. It's a very old school one. It's like French, mm-hmm. uh, some kind of French writer in there. But like the way he used it, what he's talking about, mm-hmm. what, like you said, Drake being Drake. He got a song called Fucking Fans I Ain't Like on there. Fucking fans was too goddamn personal. I yeah, this is what I don't like about. I don't want to hear. It's like that one friend that wants to talk to me about what, what, how it go down with his how, girlfriend. Don't how, tell me that. I don't want to hear that. You know, then, the same, then you're like, oh, this is Tiffany. I'm like, all right. But Tiffany, in the same, just, in the same breath, though, I do appreciate when artists are that vulnerable in their music. I do appreciate he, that. Oh, he straight pillow talk. No, he, I of think course. the mic is over his pillow. When Probably he more than likely, but I do enjoy that level of vulnerability. An artist, and like, he and he, yeah, and he's entertaining, and he's, he's entertaining. entertaining. So shout out to Drake for um sort of future Futures though. That's yeah, he got a he got a few dope songs on there. Yeah, um, song. Some other projects that came out. Uh, Ray Vaughn, he's a, he's a rapper from Long Beach, California. He just signed with TDE. He has a, a EP out called Peer Pressure. Mm. Super dope, young rapping guy so shout out to him um little sims she is a a rapper i forgot where she's from she does very like artsy rap but she got bars though little sims has a project called sometimes i might be an introvert i like that mm-hmm. um a rapper that people have been telling me about that i've kind of slacked on etsg like this is his good old gangster rap mm. It sound like some gangster shit. No, he sound like some gang shit. He, yeah, he he. Uh, I think he signed with Yo Gotti. Actually, shout out to my little cousin Duke. Mm. He put me on, so shout out to um, him. Mm, check him out. Yeah, but he just got some straight gangster shit. Um, on the R and B side, Yeba, who was featured on Drake's project, also released an album called Dawn. It's like alternative. She's some white girl, but she's fucking dope. So shout out to Yeba. Um, Baby King. Baby King is a is a, is a name that's been popping up with Kendrick Lamar. He has a project called The Melodic Blue. That's dope. And Aaliyah, R.I.P. to Aaliyah. Right. Her music just came back onto the streaming services, so she has two albums on all of the DSPs right now. So shout out to Aaliyah. Shout out to her estate for allowing the streaming back on um, all of the. DSPs and lastly Anita Baker owns all of her masters so we can so we can stream all of her music again congratulations because she shout out to Anita Baker I love her so much I love Anita Baker so much like damn near a year ago she went on Twitter and was like don't listen to my music because I don't own my music. I'm not getting paid for it, right? So everyone was like, "All right, cool." Ms. Yeah, bet we support you. Yeah, we support you. We support you, and that's fucked up, right? Right. But she, she also, she went back to Twitter and was like, "I own all my masters now. Y'all can stream it." So <laughs> I turn it, like, turn the switch yeah, back on. Yeah. So I've been listening right. to Anita Baker. So shout out to her. I've been cleaning my crib to Anita. 
But um, I think that's it, man. I think we covered everything. Well, I want okay, I wanted to to bring it out something I was listening to music wise, right? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna create like a new thing on your show. That's all right during the music segment. Okay, it's called shit I missed. Shit you missed. All right, because right. you do miss a lot of shit. I miss tons of shit. You know, sometimes I'm. I work on music, so you don't for a living. Yeah, you right. Don't to I'm not checking for stuff. Right. You know, and and I'm a, my timeline is that of the people I work with, not like when these artists are dropping. I'm just not hip, you mm-hmm. know, or aware to it. So, but this guy, French Montana, dropped some shit he dropped last year that I missed. Okay. CB Five. Coke Boy Music Five. You okay. gotta check this out. I didn't listen to it. You got to check this out. Start off with Jim Jones. It got Pop Smoke on it. It's got, like, chinks. Mm -hmm. It's got a couple of interesting figures. The beats, very, you know, he's like a classic beat nuts. Right. You know, the beat nuts. Yeah. But he's Moroccan, not Spanish. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's ethnic as fuck. He be saying the Spanish, and you know, you already know his yeah, flow. He got he's mad like different cultures. A very cultured gangster. Yeah, you know, so. Coke boys. Yeah, you know, Child but he's all boys. over. He's in Dubai. Yeah, doing all types of fly shit. But his music style, his choice in beats. You know, <laughs> I see him like on a level of, uh, or on the level in his own way as like a Rick Ross, where Rick Ross established his own like. Mm-hmm. You know, style and shit like that. French French has a style like that, classic music, but he's more fun mm-hmm. going with it. Right, right. I feel like, and I think you know, him and his features. He got Benny the Butcher on there. I know you're a friend of other yeah, Benny shout the Butcher. Out to Benny. He got Max B on a couple of joints. Shout out to Max. I'm a fan. You of know, Max. there's a song about Max, like set him set him free for a day. I think it's a line. He's like <laughs> set him free for a day. But um, check it. Yeah, that one's that one. You should bump me. Yeah. I've been bumping that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go double back and listen to French. Shout out to French Martin still out here putting out music. Uh, CB5, Coke Boy, R.I.P. The Chinks Drugs, Free Max B, all of that good shit like that there. Um, Is that it? That's it. <laughs> all right, man. I'll let you know more as it progresses. Yeah, man. Shit I Miss. We introduced a new oh, segment. Baby. Uh, Shit I Miss featuring F- Frankie Meadows. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, follow the show and everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Natural on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend and um, meditation for the stress. Get back to zero. Pet the lizard. You know, all that good shit like that there. You know, it's a lot going on. But we can handle this, beloved. We got this. All right? Y'all be safe. Wear a mask. Um, get a doomsday kit. This shit is real out here. <laughs> and yeah, babe. Y'all be safe, man. Oh. Maybe you need to hit the dojo and get some more practice.